0: When common sense takes a back seat to mainstream media talking points and social media headlines. It's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 841 a.m. on Thursday morning. And today, as you likely know, President Trump is visiting our WTAQ listening area. Uh, he is to stop at Marinette Marine and then also make a stop in Green Bay for a town hall that will be moderated by the great Sean Hannity, whose radio program, of course, you can hear on this station five afternoons per week. We're, of course, very glad to have President Trump coming to our area, and we want to, in this segment, Comprehensively discuss uh, President Trump's visit and what it means to the state of Wisconsin. First, we head to the phone lines, and we're glad to be joined by White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro. Uh, Mr. Navarro, thank you very much for your time. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing just great. Can't wait to get on the big bird and uh, come for the second time uh, in a few months to Marinette, Wisconsin. Uh, This is a big deal. For the state of Wisconsin, the um, Pentagon awarded a uh, $5.5 billion contract to build uh, 10 ships. Uh, it's going to provide tens of thousands of jobs in Wisconsin, Michigan, and through the supply chains throughout the Midwest uh, through 2030. And that's uh, economic security, but it's also national security. This ship is cool. This is an Italian design. It combines Italian artisanship with uh, the, the well-known craftsmanship of the men and women who work uh, so proudly and, and, and hard at the Marinette shipyard. It's, it's the, the ship itself, a little smaller than a cruiser and destroyer. It's designed to operate in an aircraft carrier strike group. Um, it packs a punch way above its weight. Its, its mission Uh, is basically to defend against fast-attack submarines that might come up from the bottom, as well as guided missiles uh, that might come up down from the sky. So it's got very sophisticated um, sonar arrays. It's got uh, very sophisticated radar. It's it's equipped with the Aegis Combat System, which is state-of-the-art. It's got a manned helicopter plus a drone helicopter on the back of it, I mean, this thing does its all, it, it, it's kind of a utility player for the uh, Milwaukee brewers, right? It's, 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 it does, does it all, and it, it's, so it's national security equals economic security. Coolest thing about it is it's uh, made in the USA. This is by American, mm-hmm. hire American. So th- this should be a, a great day uh, to uh, celebrate the uh, in industry of the great state of Wisconsin.
0: Mm -hmm. As we're being joined by White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro here on the John Muir Show. And I know we love it in northern Wisconsin that we can do our part to help this country, help out the military. I mean, when President Trump took office, uh, obviously the military needed to be rebuilt in the United States after the last administration, the Obama administration, had largely, largely shoved the military to the back burner and really president trump uh he has absolutely delivered on that front a- as he has on so many other fronts
1: and and to be clear here without president trump pushing for a significant increase in the defense budget which had been neglected by barack obama and joe biden uh this award never would have happened it, it, it so um mm-hmm. this the other thing i think is important for Wisconsin understand is that the Marinette shipyard was facing a a significant decline uh, in a few years because it built what was called what's called the littoral combat ship and that ship was being phased out in favor of this new uh, future frigate this multi-mission guided missile frigate and uh, the other thing that the president was able to do for this yard uh, as part of the Saudi arms deal was to get orders for what's called the MMSC, it's it's a it's a form of the littoral combat ship. that's a little bigger, tailored for the Saudi Arabian um, area. Uh, but but if Marinette hadn't got this new contract, it would have been uh, difficult for that yard to prosper. So this is this is a big deal for the country because we're going to get great ships. But it's a big deal um, for for Marinette in northern Wisconsin, because um, there there was a future hanging in the balance. And President Trump, uh, I think, uh, delivered on this through his strong defense budget. Mm
0: -hmm. And of course, Mr. Navarro, we have a federal election coming up in just a few months' time. And here in the state of Wisconsin, as is the case in states throughout this country, obviously one of the most important things to a lot of us, is the economy. I since now we're talking, you know, really your area expertise here with economics. I, could could you do us a favor and just contrast what a Biden economy would look like for folks in Wisconsin uh, as compared to the Trump economy?
1: Uh, sure. Uh, I was on the campaign with the president, and what we campaigned on was four points of the economic compass in order to grow the economy. It was going to be tax cuts to bring our investment home to our shores, deregulation to make our firms more competitive, uh, cheap energy, uh, and we would become the greatest energy producer in the world. And of course, the linchpin of this whole thing um, is fair trade, so we wouldn't keep losing our jobs offshore to the forces of globalization president executed beautifully on that, and right up to January, we had the, the strongest economy in modern history. Mm-hmm. And then the China virus came. This president can do it again using those same tools, but it's also going to take a fine attention to detail, like we see with the contract in Marinette, Wisconsin. President Trump creates one job at a time, as well as thinking more broadly about the macro. Now, If Joe Biden's president, we're going to see certainly higher taxes on middle class. That's going to harm our growth. We're certainly going to return to the days of heavy regulation. We're going to certainly see that. Uh, I will pray for our petroleum producing states, whether it's the Dakotas or Texas or Pennsylvania fracking or Ohio, uh, color that green and gone. Um, And then on the trade issue, look, Biden, Obama, they they had a long history with, with, I mean, Joe Biden supported every bad trade deal ever, including China's entry into the World Trade Organization and NAFTA, the two things that President Trump has stood up for. So uh, you couldn't have two candidates more different. And everything that Joe Biden will do will make us grow slower and make us Horror, everything that President Trump will do will make us richer and grow faster. And I think, I think this, this certainly will be an election about jobs. And this is the greatest jobs president in history. But I also think, John, that this very much will be an election about the Chinese Communist Party and what it, is, what it has done. In the mid-2000s, mm-hmm. the Chinese Communist Party attacked our economy. Wisconsin, in many ways, was ground zero. It lost tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of manufacturing jobs. But now China, the Chinese Communist Party, has also attacked us with this, this China virus enemy. And it's killed over 100,000 Americans. It's cost us trillion dollars, trillions of dollars in wealth. And the last time I looked, and it's not a pretty picture, there's over 30 million Americans out of work. Because of the Chinese Communist Party. So I think I think um, I'm sure on your show you talk about this a lot. But this is going to be a big issue. And, and and President Trump's done more in four years than Joe Biden did in 40. But what Joe Biden did over those 40 years, besides suck up to the, the globalists who wanted to offshore our jobs, is he spent a lot of time kowtowing to the Chinese. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have these debates. Uh, It's going to be really interesting, but my view is this election is about jobs, China, and law and order, uh, and putting an end to the anarchy and looting and arson that we're seeing in our great city. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I appreciate you being in a position of power. You're someone who's willing to call it what it is, not sugarcoat it. It is the China virus, and the Chinese Communist Party absolutely needs to be held to, to full account. They need to pay by any means necessary for what they've done to so greatly harm the United States. And uh, just to put a bow on it, yeah, we don't like speculation on the show. We like looking at the facts. When you say that President Trump, that he can rebuild this economy, uh, yeah, all we have to do is look at the past. He did it once. He delivered the greatest economy in modern history, which certainly gives us reason to believe he could do it again. And in the case of Joe Biden, how can we expect Joe Biden to put U.S. interests first, including in trade talks, when this is a guy who's but, been around for decades? He's made a career of putting his own interests, including his family's interests abroad, ahead of U.S. interests.
1: Let me, let me say one other thing: is this fine attention to detail, the president? You know, the China, China Chinese Communist Party. When we put uh, when President Trump put the tariffs on to defend us against their intellectual property theft. A forced technology transfer a hacking our computers right what did the Chinese Communist Party do they retaliated with tariffs on our farmers and 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 the president we fought hard to make sure in Wisconsin that far that the people who grow the ginseng and the cranberries were taken care of were defended against the Chinese Communist Party and and those are the kinds of things that this president does it's, it's not just historically presidents grow economies through macroeconomic policies. It's fiscal stimulus, it's cheap money, and everything in between. What I love about Donald J. Trump is he does it that way, but he also does it one job at a time. And and, uh, whether it's Marinette, Wisconsin, Shipyard, or or the Philly Shipyard, which he's basically gotten from less than 100 people uh, because of Biden and Obama, uh, we're looking now at, 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 over time, they're going to have over 2000 workers there once all of the, uh, ships get, get, uh, under full construction. So this is happening all around the country and, and Wisconsin, uh, is certainly benefiting greatly from, uh, the, from the Trump economic policies, but China, China is going to be the big issue in this con and this election.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I agree wholeheartedly. And, uh, We're out of time, sadly, but Peter Navarro, White House Trade Advisor, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for all of the great work that you and your administration are doing on behalf of the United States, including us here in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, safe travels. Enjoy your time in Wisconsin today. We look forward to catching up with you soon again.
1: Thank you so much, John.
0: All right, Take care. Same to you. All right. Uh, Back to the phone lines now as we continue the conversation with President Trump coming to Northeast Wisconsin today. We're glad to be joined now by Tim Murtaugh, good friend of the program, communications director for the Trump 2020 team. Uh, Tim, how are you doing today?
2: Doing well, John. Thanks to be on. Quite an honor to follow the great Peter Navarro there.
0: (laughs) Well, Peter is a terrific guest, one of our favorites. You are as well. So, uh, of course, as I noted, the president, he's coming to Northeast Wisconsin Day, Marinette, uh, Green Bay for the town hall with Sean Hannity after. I want to get your take on a couple of uh, really pressing items. Uh, First of all, you working for the Trump team, I'm sure you've heard it time and time and time again. All of these baseless claims from the president's detractors about how President Trump is lawless and and he's always trying to (laughs) to weaponize the intel agencies against his political opponents. Uh, Of course, there's no substantiation, no factual substantiation for any of those claims that have ever been made against the president. But think about what we just learned yesterday, Uh, documents that came out uh, that had been shared with former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn's legal team. And we got to see those documents, and it detailed an early January 2017 conversation, so during the presidential transition, with five high-ranking members of the Obama administration, including then-President Obama and then-Vice President Joe Biden. And in that conversation, you have them talking, and Obama, Biden, they're right there. They're leading the charge, talking about how they want to weaponize Our justice system against Michael Flynn, a man who to this day has not been proven to commit even one crime in this country. Clearly, all of this was motivated by partisan hatred for Michael Flynn and the guy that he was working for. I I mean, doesn't it just strike you that once again, it, it turns out that the very thing that the left was accusing President Trump of doing, baselessly accusing President Trump of doing, uh, their guy was doing that exact thing in reality.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, and uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post of the world and CNN, this is exactly the sort of thing that that, that they would be hopping up and down with their hair on fire uh, if, if there were uh, handwritten evidence of President Trump having done exactly what uh, mm-hmm. Joe Biden did. We now know without question, beyond any question of doubt, that it was Joe Biden's Suggestion to use the Logan Act to set up General Flynn. There, there's evidence of this yet, and I, I don't know that Joe Biden has even been asked this question by any reporters. Of course, he doesn't. Today's 84 days since he had his last press conference, so it's not like they have the opportunity. But I haven't even seen that his campaign has responded. You know, he usually communicates through spokespeople. Here, you have a handwritten note by corrupt FBI agent Peter Strzok, where it says in his handwriting, it says VP colon and then in quotes. Logan Act, clearly, clearly indicating that it was Joe Biden's suggestion to use the Logan Act to go after General Flynn. And the reason that they were going, and then, of course, that, that idea of the Logan Act and General Flynn was illegally leaked to the Washington Post, and there was huge reporting, and it really kickstarted the entire investigation that consumed the whole country for two years. And what they were trying to do was to undermine and overthrow, really, and lead to the impeachment of the brand-new administration. Mm
0: -hmm. This is
2: an unbelievable act of sabotage of the duly elected incoming administration. And when Joe Biden was asked on George Stephanopoulos' show, hey, what do you know about Michael Flynn? What was your involvement? He said, I don't know anything about that investigation. I don't know anything about it. I didn't have anything to do with it. Wrong! By his Mm -hmm. suggestion of the Logan Act, he suggested the path forward on how to go after President Trump and try to get him impeached. That was a lie. He knew it to be a lie, and it's a lie today. He has to answer for it. It's unbelievable.
0: Mm -hmm. Fair and thorough investigation, as always, but all of those, all of those in the Obama administration found to have been involved in corrupt and criminal activity, all of them, need to be held to full and proper account uh, for what it is that they've done to so greatly wrong their fellow Americans like Michael Flynn and so greatly wrong the United States. Uh, We're only going to have about a minute or so here, but I want to ask you, Tim, so, you know, there's all of these efforts on the political left, all of these disingenuous efforts to try and uh, blame President Trump for the economy, even though uh, it wasn't him that put these crippling orders in place, these crippling unconstitutional orders in various states in place that led to our economy Being harmed during the response to the China virus. Uh, They're trying to blame this criminal activity, this rioting that's running rampant in various Democrat run cities on the president, even though, again, it's the direct result of weak Democrat leadership uh, not willing to crack down on people committing crimes in their cities, harming their fellow citizens. Uh, When President Trump comes to Wisconsin today, I assume President Trump's going to be talking about all the things that the left is trying to distract from, all of the positive things he's doing for this country because there are so many of them, uh, 45 seconds.
2: Sure. I mean, you see the great American comeback is already underway in Wisconsin. The, uh, the jobs coming back, <clears throat> 75,000 brand new jobs in May nationwide, two and a half million jobs in May. It's the greatest single month of job creation in American history. The, the great American comeback is underway. The president built a great economy once and he'll do it a second time. Joe Biden would raise taxes and give everybody the Green New Deal and just kill everything. And you're exactly right. All of the lawlessness and the violence and the looting that we've seen across the country are in Democrat-held cities, and they're all Joe Biden's supporters and, and endorsers, and he stands by and does nothing. He is weak, he is a terrible candidate, and President Trump is going to defeat him.
0: I certainly hope so for the good of this country. Tim Murtaugh, Communications Director for Trump 2020, thank you so much for your time. I enjoy the time in Wisconsin today. Great, thank you. Thank you. It's 59.